Thanks for tuning in to Playoff Beards on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, NHL, English Premier League, Pro Tennis Tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special live edition of Playoff Beards. I'm Adelia. That's my buddy Snark. We're here to recap the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs and preview the conference finals. Snark, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing fine tonight. Uh, yeah, down to four. Now we're down to four. The last uh, last uh, few weeks left of the NHL season. Stanley Cup's going to be wrapping up soon. It's going to be, I'm pretty sure, uh, there are many people that pick these four to be the last ones standing. There's either oh, going to be sure. a new champion or the first or a second time champion, the first time in a long time. Carolina's 2006 and Dallas is a contentious win, we'll say, in 1999. Uh, the only two Stanley Cup winners of the four. Florida back in an Eastern Conference final since some team. Took them out in the Stanley Cup. Uh, when was that? I don't know. Ninety six. It, it doesn't matter who it was it or, or when it was. Oh, okay. That's fine. I believe that was four games. So, uh, yes, it's uh, of course it's an exciting time. Um, made much much better by the fact that we won't see the Toronto Maple Leafs in the Eastern Conference Finals again. Makes my heart have happy, as well as the Edmonton Oilers. Let's not forget about those guys. Uh, they can they can cry themselves to sleep as much as I do. I'm yeah. fine with it. Mm -hmm. Good. All right. Well, let's start with the Toronto Maple Leafs, who lost yeah. to the Florida Panthers in five games. Uh, two of them went to overtime, including game five. Uh, this was, I don't want to say a shocking result but a shocking performance by toronto in this series where were the goals all yeah. that money all that money where are the goals two goals a game every game for these guys in that round uh when william nylander is two goals and assists and I, I don't know if i don't think austin matthew scored i think he was had two assists in the entire thing john tavares with one assist the entire series and that was in the very last game so uh mitch marner again these guys are $10 million players. Come on. You got to do better. You got to do better. Now, the goaltending wasn't great for Toronto. They had to have a wall in by the end of it. But, you know, they made all these trades. What was – okay. Maybe this is a lesson for general managers moving forward. You do not need to make those kinds of moves at the trade deadline just to make moves. Your team was running fine. You had a, probably yeah. a good room. Why change it so much? Yeah, to get O'Reilly? Like what? Really? All right, fine. Yeah. What do you do? You score second round? I don't think he did. Barely played. Did. Barely played. Uh, yeah. You know, the Leafs will eat themselves. The Leafs will eat themselves every year. Um, 
now, uh, congratulations to Florida. Also, I'd like to remind you, I picked Florida to, I could, and I may have picked them uh, just to be a brat. Because I'd rather have seen uh, Florida win than Toronto, but yes, I did pick them. But I picked them in six, so I was way off. I was way off by one game. Um, yeah, congratulations. Well, they just they just kept doing the things that made them successful in the first round, and that's heavy four checking and not giving up very much space at all of these guys, and didn't not there was like zero respect given to these. Guys. So that's yeah. it. Like and and you look at a guy like Matthew Kachuk, where he didn't score in the second round but he had a lot of assists i think he's i think he had uh eight assists or something like that in that in that round so i think he has 16 points overall for florida so far he's been yeah he's been everything they wanted and considering the huge trade to get him giving up huberto and Uyghur just to get him and he has uh he's proved worth it and i said in our stanley cup uh preview in just before the playoffs paul maurice is a good playoff coach and he just continues to prove it taking out the top uh point getters in nhl history in boston and the heavily favored toronto maple leafs um they're doing it with lots of scoring up and down the lineup and uh revitalized bobrovsky who's been terrific bobrovsky Uh, has been great since he came back in now we can talk about real quick what did you think? Do you think Morgan Riley scored in Game Five, or did you, were you happy with the no, with the no goal call? I'm I'm fine with the no goal call. I mean, I don't know what the ref was waiting for to blow the whistle. Yeah, but I'm fine with the no goal call on that. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I have no idea what it, there was no way he could see the puck. I don't know what he was waiting for. Was he waiting for it to come in or something like that? It was the lines, the linesmen, and the and the the far ref starts coming in before the, even the play was over. So like, well, before the whistle was blown, anyways, it looked like the far ref was going to his mouth or whatever to blow the whistle. Maybe he was waiting to see if the other guy would do it. But the the yeah, the one uh, picture that the Leafs like to show or the Leaf fans like to show is Bobrovsky skate on the puck with the puck in the net. But that was after he got up. It was with his up the foot other skate from what was already on the on the uh on the on the pad or whatever. His right pad was on the puck. It was his left skate that you see with the puck on it after he got up. So I don't think there's any way in hell they could have proven that was a goal. And they didn't. It wasn't a goal. So a lot of whining, and there's going to be a little bit of whining about that for a little while in Toronto. So they like to whine about quite a bit of things. Um, they may be whining about who's going to be their general manager soon. I guess uh, for some reason they've left it up to Dubis to decide. Uh, all right, like and this time he's saying, "Oh, all cards are off the table. Like, we can, we'll deal anybody." Basically, it's like, "Oh, who are you dealing? Who are you going to deal?" What are you going to get for yeah. William Nylander from that contract? Uh, you can't trade Tavares. He has a no trade, and he doesn't want to go. How do you trade Austin Matthews? So it leaves Mitch Marner and his incredibly bloated contract as a as a winger. Yeah, he's not a, yeah. If he was a center, then sure, I there's heard, a possibility. But yeah, I saw on Twitter that someone was suggesting that that Colorado should trade Rantanen to. Uh, Toronto for Mitch Marner, and I was like, Rantanen has a much better contract than Mitch Marner has, and uh, is a much better player than Mitch Marner is. So no. Yeah, yeah, 
He's also a proven winner. Yeah. yeah. Mitch Marner's, you know, all these Leafs, they're they're the Muskoka boys. You know, they have it pretty good in Toronto. They're big celebrities. They make a lot of money. They go out to uh, the cabins in the summertime. They all get to hang out. and They're heroes and stuff like that. And there's zero pressure from within to win. I'm going to say that. I don't think the Maple Leafs themselves, like Maple Leafs Sports and Entertainment, I don't know if they even give a shit if they ever win a Stanley Cup because they're making money. This is going back to the 80s and stuff before. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. I I sometimes feel for Maple Leafs fans. That's a brief, brief moment of weakness by me, though. And then and then it's over. It's like, ah, no, they deserve it. They, they got their series win for the first time in 19 years. They celebrated yeah. like they won the cup, and then they got a gentleman's sweep out the door in the round I'm two. Pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure there's still going to be a parade. I haven't I haven't <laughs> ruled out a parade. <laughs> Could happen. Okay. Well, Florida's moving on, and Florida will yeah. be playing the Carolina Hurricanes, who defeated the New Jersey Devil in fi- Devils in five games. Yeah. This series was very one-sided, except for the one game the Devils managed to win, which was very one-sided for the Devils. Yeah, I think we both. Uh, I think we both chose the Canes to win, but uh, I think we both had it like going seven games or something. I was excited. I was excited for a a good back and forth series and. It didn't really amount to much. Uh, no. The Hurricanes, are, are, they're good. And how about Freddie Anderson coming in? Hasn't lost yet this year. I think he has a 930-something save percentage. Freddie Anderson. How's that Toronto? Yeah. How's that feel, Toronto? What could you I'm use? Sure that, I'm sure they love it. Couldn't you use a starting goaltender right now? <laughs> it's too funny. It's too funny. And so the Paul Stasny Stanley Cup. Chase lives on, uh, so I'm I'm proud of that. Uh, I really like Rod Brindamore as a coach. I like that fire. I like passion in a coach. I don't like just standing around moping and stuff like that. He's uh, you can tell that that he still has that competitive fire in him. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this series as well. Um, I'd like to say congratulations to New Jersey. Like who saw New Jersey doing this well this season? Uh, yeah, yeah, and with. It was a rookie goaltender coming in and Schmied and stuff like that too. So yeah, uh, I thought they played incredibly well to get there. This is taking nothing from them and they're so young. They're such a young team and they're circling. There's circlings around Winnipeg now. And uh, because Connor Hellbuck only has one year left on his contract and it might be hard to convince them to stay with all these other changes that might happen that, New Jersey is going to take a real hard look at getting Connor Hellebuck out of Winnipeg. It's going to cost them, hopefully, an arm and a couple of legs. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's a story for next season, not the Stanley Cup last. What we cover here on the Playoff Beards on the LGRN, the Highlights Network. All How's right. that? that? Sounds good. <laughs> okay, very good. Um. Let's uh, take a moment and hear from Justin on how you can help support the channel, and then we'll move on to the Western Conference. Hey guys, it's Justin, aka Hambone, just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going on with the channel. One, we have a Patreon. If you can and want to support us, you can do that. A little as a dollar, you can join the Discord. We also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts, mugs, and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there. And thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with us. 
And also, it would be really great if you guys could subscribe to the channel. We are four away from 100, and Ooh. it would be really great if we could get there. Nice. Um, in the Western Conference, let's start with the uh, Vegas Golden Knights defeating the Edmonton Oilers in six games. Uh, this was a, an interesting series. Proved that the Oilers are a mess, I think. They're a mess. Um they just have no secondary scoring and you know uh they're hearing now that uh evander kane may had more than one injury that he's playing with guy didn't get a point i don't think in the second round yeah uh, and where did ryan nugent hopkins go guy had a 100 point season he was invisible uh but the, the oilers are always going to go as far as their two humongous superstars go and uh like we said in the lead up in the preview to round two, if you can stay composed and stay out of the box, you can beat the Edmonton Oilers. And for the most part, that happened. For the most part, there were, uh, like when McDavid and Drysdale would score, it'd be power play goals. But this series got extremely violent, extremely chippy, dirty. On both teams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dry side, that slash on Dry Seidel was. By Petrangelo? Yeah, that Petrangelo slash on out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Like, it's a. It's I'm a surprised he only got one game for that. Shocked. I'm shocked he only got one game. But, you know, that's NHL player safety. Yeah. As soon as you think you have it figured out, they switch things around. Who knows? Uh, yeah, Darnell Nurse got the same amount for instigating a fight in the last two minutes. Uh, yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, did you? I, I just didn't see like. I don't see like a, the Jets just played Vegas. I never saw like that come from them. Of course, Winnipeg hardly put up a fight, so maybe that's it. But you never saw the. The chippiness, you saw hard play, like Mark Stone just being a big, strong man, getting to the front of the net and scoring. You saw that. You saw Jack Eichel's skill. But you didn't see really much chippy stuff. You saw a lot here. I don't know if that's just because they've had to do it, just because of that bottom six, really the like almost a bottom eight for the Oilers, just uh, clutching, grabbing, hooking, slashing, and then just get retaliating and just it building from there. But... They were lucky that they didn't get more retaliation penalties, so at least they had that. Their penalties that they did have came late, like that dry settle slash came within the what the last four minutes of the game or something like that. So yeah, they didn't put them in a, They didn't put themselves in a position to lose. They're incredibly talented, top to bottom, and um, they got. Where's Aiden Hill? Where is he? How do they keep getting this goaltending? Brassois gets hurt, then Aiden Hill moves in, and dominates he was incredible against the oilers and he's like a, he was great a third, a third stringer a fourth stringer where would you put jonathan quick in this line too unbelievable so yeah that's what you get when you have that kind of depth in goaltending uh you, the ability to call up anyone at any time and they're going to shine for you so uh maybe a big star turn for aiden hill they're the maybe solving the uh, number one goalie question in Vegas was Robin Leonard going to be out, probably never going to play again. There's no way Jonathan Quick is going to play. Uh, 
Lauren Brassois, does he play again in Vegas? Who knows? Who knows? Lots of questions. Again, that's a question for the offseason. As far as they're concerned, they're in a real good spot in the Western Conference Final uh, concerning the team they're well considering the team they're playing against i don't think lost to them this year dallas comes in takes on seattle seven games we had we had seattle winning uh in seven games and you know what after game six i thought we were pretty good Mm -hmm. did you see seattle disappear who saw that coming from that team that we watched all year through that the game seven uh, that we watched, we did a watch along on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash LGR underscore network. Um, I was shocked at that game. It was Amazing. not great. Seattle didn't show up. And that surprised yeah. me. Especially after the way they came to Denver for game seven against the Avalanche. And so I just took it to them. They had a blueprint. They had a blueprint for how you should yeah. do it against a, a more talented team. We'll say that. Colorado's much more talented than Dallas. Dallas was, was working hard, though. Uh, Dallas, you would think, was almost top-heavy with scoring. Uh, Rupe Hintz has been unbelievable. Somehow, Rupe Hintz, yeah. unbelievable in the playoffs. And then you got guys like Pavelski. Pavelski has eight goals in eight games. Mind you, four of them came in one game. So... Really, yeah. yeah, it's it's more it's more of a balance scoring, I think. Uh, lots of four goal guys and then two goal guys. So yeah, there are a lot of high scoring games in this series. Right. And then we get yeah. And then we get a two nothing final. It was really a one nothing. It's two one. Yeah, sorry, two one. Well, this goal at the goal at the last uh, eighteen seconds yeah. or whatever, right. Uh where, like, how do you go and you you knew how to do you knew how to play this, you played to not lose. You never they never played to win. I don't understand. And there was it wasn't like they were hitting. Like we kept saying, how is this game going so fast? Like the game was over in two hours and fifteen minutes, less than that. Yeah, it, it was, was unbelievable. Very fast paced game. Where was the fire and passion in those guys? Uh, yeah, unbelievable. But you know, it's their second year in the league. They made it. They've won a playoff round. They've they've done in two years what took Toronto nineteen. Still gotta get That's those. That's true. Jokes. I still gotta get those jokes. God damn it. Yeah. Um, but let's say this: Dallas again, very good. Uh, looking at the matchups and stuff like that, it's yeah, it's gonna be, yeah, very interesting, very interesting. Final four. Yep. Tough, tough to predict. Tough to predict what we're going to see. Uh, maybe we'll talk quickly about the uh, the Eastern Conference. Okay. So we got Florida and Carolina. Their first ever playoff meeting. Now, uh, forwards... If it comes down to one forward, Florida has the best forward. We'll say Kachuk is the best forward in this in this series. But the best group of forwards you'd have to give to Carolina, you would think. Even with all their injuries. Yeah. Defensively, you'd think Carolina. Mm-hmm. 
And until this resurgence of Freddie Anderson, you would have given Bobrovsky the nod in goal. But Freddie Anderson's been so good. Yeah. I, I you know, I gotta take Carolina, right? Gotta take Carolina. I'm taking Carolina as well. I think it's six. I don't know how many games it's gonna take. I just feel like I said this to Ryan earlier in voice chat. I said Florida's luck has got to run out at some point. And it's not necessarily that they got to this point on luck, but No, no, no. Hard work. But it's definite hard work. But even with hard work, your luck will run out sure. at some point. I think the gas tank will also run out, right? Because they're yeah. always, yeah. They may have had a rest and stuff. It's all so hard. It's a hard thing, too, coming off a rest. But uh, yeah, when, you're, when your game plan is high energy all the time, motor, 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 and you play a team that's so skilled with a puck like Carolina, yeah, just with the physicality of Florida – Win out, yeah. No, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm satisfied with Carolina. I'm satisfied Carolina was six. I will say that I'm much more interested in this Carolina and Florida series than I am with Vegas and Dallas. Oh boy, uh, god damn, do I wish there was a lot of it like two teams I dislike immensely. Yeah. Uh, Dallas, I've uh, I disliked. Well, really, since they went over there, I disliked them as the North Stars. I disliked them as the Dallas Stars. I disliked them with black jerseys. I disliked them with those weird green jerseys they have now. I disliked those stupid white and green tea jerseys. Yeah, terrible. Uh, and then Vegas, you know, all they've done is just beat the hell out of Winnipeg in five games the two times we've ever faced them. Mm -hmm. uh, but this year, deservedly so. Like, Winnipeg showed nothing. Uh it took it took may, may have taken a game or two for Vegas to get going, but as soon as they did, Mark Stone, uh, you know, had that five month rest or whatever it was a four month rest. Well, his back was too sore to go, but uh, oh, they got to fill it with seven point two million dollars worth of extra players and stuff for their roster, which is again somehow you can do it. So you know, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying in the NH yeah. NHL. Uh, so the, again, an advantage with that, but, uh, uh, their team that's also managed to keep a lot of their, uh, core together from that first year, making it to the finals, uh, and, uh, uh, Carlson, for example, having a real good playoff as well. Uh, additions to Dallas has really helped them. I think Max Domi has been very good for them aside from Rupe hands, Joe Pavelski coming over from San Jose a season ago or so, um, uh, has been again defying mother nature as well. Now, Jake Ottinger, you would have to believe to be the better goaltender, right? You uh, would but, think. Yeah, and you look at Aiden Hill though, and you just you just don't know. I think uh, Vegas as a defensive core works so well, but Dallas is no slouch. Uh, Dallas made it to the Cup final a couple years ago. Uh, mm -hmm. In the well, in the bubble, in the bubble year. But what are you gonna do? They, uh, they, their last time they played against each other in the playoffs was in the bubble year in 2020, uh, in the conference final, semifinal, whatever the hell they were calling it that year. And mm -hmm. Dallas won in five games, and they won all three of their games this year in the regular season. Right. So that's what makes it a little tough. But 
like I would I would like just in my head I see Vegas steamrolling just because I've seen I've watched them play so yeah, much. Yeah, I kind of feel that way too. But then you have to go like they're they're not like Dallas isn't a slouch like these are yeah. Would I've rather seen like a Carol like a Colorado Vegas uh, East Western Conference final? Yes, because uh, I think Colorado had a better chance of beating them. But Dallas is no slouch. This series is going to go seven games. There's no way that uh, this is just a simple series that one team just dominates over the other. I just I cannot see it. But who yeah. to pick? Who would be the winner? Is difficult. I'm going Vegas. Yeah, gee whiz. Like, it, yeah, it's like poison on the tongue to say that either one of these teams is going to go to the Stanley Cup Finals this year. But you got to say one of them. So I'm going to say Vegas as well in seven. And uh, good luck to our buddy Caleb and yep. his team. But uh, I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping it, whoever wins this series, I hope it's a heavy toll they have to pay. Uh, I hope that, you know, there's upwards of 30, 40 hits a game. I want lots of penalties, lots of slashing, things that slow other teams down. This is what I want, and I want it for seven straight games because I want whoever gets out of the East to beat whoever comes out of the West. Uh, but we'll we'll see. We'll see in a – could be two weeks. Could be less. We'll see what happens in the Stanley Cup Finals. Yep. And then in a little bit of other news, we had uh, Chicago winning the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. I still can't believe they have a first-round pick this year after all of that stuff that went down at the beginning of last season. Couldn't have happened to a nicer bunch of guys, right? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it's a, it should be an embarrassment to leave that this has happened, but... Chicago will be picking first. I believe this will be the first time since they picked Patrick Kane first overall, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at this, now, uh, I think I mentioned it on the show before. I've seen Conan Bernard play. Um, a lot of I've heard people saying like uh, like the Leafs should package something to get Bedard instead of Matthews or with Matthews or whatever to get Bedard. I heard uh, even sending McDavid or whatever to Chicago to get Bedard and something. It's like, <laughs> guys, Bedard is a very good hockey player. He, if you think he's this big monster, he is not. And also he's chippy. And I think the kind of stuff that he's been getting away with in the Western Hockey League will not fly in the uh, NHL. I'm uh, I'm intrigued to see uh, how he how he's going to work, especially with nothing. There's nothing. Chicago doesn't have anything. They have nothing for him to play with. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, he isn't. He he alone isn't going to save the Chicago goddamn Blackhawks. Uh, would he even be the number one center for them next year? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, congratulations to them. Whatever, bunch of jerks. Yeah. Can't stand him. Can't stand him. That, yeah, there's no way they should have. And the worst is like hearing uh, Joel Quinville and stuff like that might be interviewing for coaching vacancies and stuff like that too. And Stan Bowman's It's, it's awful. Stan Bowman was supposedly uh, in contention to get the Pittsburgh job. So, yeah. Good on the NHL. That's right. Oh yeah, they handled that whole situation perfectly. 
Dead just heads. absolutely, completely, totally, perfectly. And if you think I'm being serious, you are very <laughs> mistaken. Hmm. All right. Very, very mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and in other news, the other big news coming out this week, uh, the voters in Arizona said no to the Coyotes Arena plans. Uh, so they're playing at the Arizona State University Arena that seats like 2,500 people again next year. Yeah. I think they say it's uh, 4,500 but probably only 2,500 show up. Um, yeah. The Mullet Arena, you know, a good name for a hockey rink, but come on, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I remember vividly that whole situation with the uh, Jets moving down to Phoenix. Uh, one of the, the day when it finally came out that we weren't going to be able to, like, be able to save the club like there was telethons there was kids donating all of their allowances they're like i don't know how much money was raised not very much but in the hundreds of thousands just from people on the street trying to save the jets there was a huge campaign uh it didn't work batman had no interest supposedly nobody wanted to own the team in winnipeg so whatever uh they uproot the team they put them in phoenix and for a couple of years, it works out. They're at the American Airlines Center there in Phoenix, where the Suns play. Supposedly, terrible sight lines for hockey. It's a basketball rink or whatever. So we're going to move them out of downtown Phoenix and stick them in goddamn Glenboro or whatever the hell it's called. And nobody goes. At one time, this franchise was giving away pairs of tickets with bought a bottle of vodka at a liquor store and they still and no and you, you get a free bottle of vodka or you get free tickets with a bottle of vodka and still no one go to these goddamn things um it's a the way i'm feeling now seeing the coyotes and oh the coyotes might leave here's the thing i don't think they will uh i think bettman has done this stuff before i know that there was a when they were in the old place, that Gila Monster Arena or whatever the hell it was called. Uh, there was a time it came down to uh, one uh, city council vote. If that vote didn't go the way it was supposed to, the uh, Coyotes would have been back to Winnipeg that next morning. That's how close it came before uh, the city council decided, yeah, we're going to keep funding. We're going to keep losing money for these guys for whatever reason. Uh, so um, now I'm at the point where I think of seeing the Phoenix fans and stuff like that about to lose their team. It's kind of like like when you have a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, let's say you have a significant other that cheats on you and leaves you. And then 15 years down the road, you find out, oh, not only were they dumped, they were given an STD or something like that, too. I feel morbidly happy to watch these people suffer. Uh, And there's nothing on them. And it's been 26 years, but it's still (laughs) it's still right at the top of my head. Like, I will never I will never forgive the Phoenix Coyotes as soon as there's somebody someplace else. I'm going to be fine with them as a franchise or whatever. I hope they go to Houston. I think that would be fun to have the Houston Arrows, another WHA-style team. Uh, keep it in the family with WHA. But, uh, yeah, I will never pity the people of Phoenix. 
if they lose that club because nobody cares. They don't care. Yeah. You want to talk about the you want to talk about the hockey market? Fine. Nobody cares. Nobody watches. They're they're not watching. They're not paying money. They're, it's the NHL, if nothing else, is a gate driven league still. And nobody goes. Nobody goes. You have forty five hundred season. You can't sell it out. The mullet it's arena. So, it's so sad and pathetic that that it's team pathetic. is still in Phoenix. It's Gary Bettman's pet. Like yeah. 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 And I'm sorry, Gary, but it's down to one leg. It's blind. It's incontinent. It's riddled with sores. It's time. Gary, it's time. Yeah. You know, and all things, it's just the natural progression of life for this club. It's time. Get rid of them. Unbelievable that they're still there. A, unbelievable they're still there. B, that they're still fighting to be there. And that yeah. one of the one of the clubs that I heard, or one of the cities I heard that might be able to take it over in relocation, not just Houston, but Atlanta again? Atlanta? Yeah, I, I wouldn't go back to Atlanta. Well, I don't I don't know how they could, seeing how they want to keep everything half the teams in the east, half the teams in the west. There's no way Detroit wants to come back, even though they were probably better in the Western Conference than they were in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Uh well, just because of the time change. Like you can have three hour road games as Jets have to do two hours road games, but whatever. Um I yeah. It's 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 just time, it's time to finish the Phoenix Coyotes. Let everybody move on. They're done. They're done. And they don't care. The people don't care. The bureaucrats might have voted for it. Yes. When it comes to the people, they do not want it. So why are you fighting for them to have it? I don't understand. I will never understand. When you saw so many people in the streets at Portage and Maine flocking, save our jets, and you shrug your shoulders, and these guys who couldn't give a shit just keep getting more and more chances. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's gross. Well, we will see what happens with the Coyotes after the coming season because the NHL Deputy Commissioner said today they're going to be there next year. So They have to. Yeah, that would that'd yeah. be the thing. Uh, it'd be way too late to change anything now. There's nobody that's prepared, at least – when the Thrashers uh, were sold to Winnipeg, uh, the Moose was run like an NHL club. So it was easy. It was like the hardest thing was getting a new uniform. That's why you saw that first draft, Mark Shifley wearing an NHL crest. And that was it. We hadn't even named the team yet. And yeah. so in the three months later, whatever, we had jerseys and team names and blah, 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 blah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's tough, and that's another reason why the, uh, the Jets didn't go to – I believe they were supposed to go to Kansas City that first year, and uh, we fought and held on, and it was too late for them to move, and that's why it went to another guy, and that's why it went to Phoenix, and everything went wrong. So, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, conference finals start tomorrow. Ooh. And uh, we're going to do a watch along at some point during the conference finals. Not sure which game yet. We will uh, post about it on our Twitter at LGR underscore network when we decide which game we're going to do the watch along for. Uh, Snark, where can the people find you? Uh, well, first, of course, you can find both of us uh, on our English Premier League podcast, the Starting Eleven. That's wrapping up as well. 
Uh, it looks like uh, all the loose end kind of deals are tied up now. We should know what the the top four are anyways. Uh, some teams had great seasons. Some teams, uh, some teams had seasons they'd rather and I would rather forget. Uh, but yeah, please join us over there if you'd like to uh, find out some more about what's happening in English football. Uh, you can follow me at Snark Yeti on Twitter. Uh, probably the best follow because I do so much uh, that you'll ever do. Starting 11 airs on uh, this channel at uh, Tuesdays at 3 o'clock. So mm -hmm. check it out. We've got a couple more episodes of that left before the season is done. Sure. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Adelia Chambo. Uh, I tweet marginally more than Snark does. <laughs> yeah. If you treat, tweet once, that's way more. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back with another Playoff Beards at the end of the conference finals and uh, previewing the Stanley Cup finals. So until next time, guys. Peace.